okay, these social media platforms, they, they want to keep people on the platform. That's their main goal. That's how they make money, right? And so videos keep people on the platform for longer, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. it's 30 seconds a minute versus a photo that you can, it takes five seconds to right. double tap and then swipe. Today's show is sponsored by WinTheHourWinTheDay.com. We help you stop working so hard with our three-part formula, team, execution, and scale. Hey, entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Would you like to know how to get time back? Take our quiz. We have been working so hard on this. I'm so super excited. It's been designed to show entrepreneurs, small business owners, their blind spots and provide instant actionable steps on how to improve. It takes two minutes. It's completely free and you'll receive customized results instantly. Check it out. Link is in the show notes. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day. And I am your lucky host, Chris Ward. Today we have an amazing talent. Stone Fredrickson is in the house. And if you're not over on TikTok, he is quite the man on TikTok now. But he, listen, if you haven't jumped on the TikTok train, don't worry about it. His content is universal and extremely helpful. And we're lucky to have him. So we're going to just dive into it. He's known as Coach Stone. Welcome to the show, Coach Stone. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I think this is going to be all kinds of fun. And, and there's so many things that you do well. And I, one of them I, I like is what I would call TikTok swagger. I like, and I think it's funny at the end of, you know, you'll do a short video and you throw some valuable content our way. And at the end you go, and you're welcome. And I was like, that takes some confidence and some swagger. And I don't think I could personally pull it off, but I mean, I like to be energetic, but you do it and you do it well. And it's just entertaining. I'm like, yeah, you're right. We should be thanking you. That was good. Okay. So I love your, I love your content TikTok swagger. Um, so tell me, let's talk about uh, where should we start when people are making content? I know you talk about that a lot and you're really good about revisiting some of the basics, but they're important basics. So where do you want to start? Yeah. yeah well, I think the first thing to start it, and especially now that a lot of more you know businesses are starting to get into social media and, and starting to realize the power of it. Uh, I think the first thing we should start off with is video content versus photo content. Cause a lot of okay. businesses, what I'm starting to see is like a lot of businesses will come onto these platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and post photos. And here's the thing, all these platforms and all these algorithms are prioritizing videos because videos, let's backtrack actually, these, these, these algorithms and platforms, okay. These social media platforms, they, they want to keep people on the platform. That's their main goal. That's how they make money. Right. And so videos keep people on the platform for longer, mm, right? Because yeah. it's 30 seconds a minute versus a photo that you can, it takes five seconds to right. double tap and then swipe. So 
these the all these platforms are prioritizing more video so the first thing i would really recommend is to switch to video regardless of what uh business you do if it's fitness if it's uh you're in an office like make like what's cool too is like you now every every business especially if you have an office that is the best studio space because now every brand has the opportunity of making their own office show like the michael scott the dwight the jim the you know so you can make these personalities out of your employees and even so like the people let me just jump in here yeah. just for a second if i may so most of our listeners are service-based entrepreneurs that often are working from home but okay. I will add to what you're saying though, watching your videos has made me totally change my perspective on B-roll or things that I felt, oh, my office, my computer, I have a job that's computer-based. That's so boring. What am I going to do? I don't have a product and a show before and after. But watching that, I have come to realize like everything, everything excluding going to the bathroom is a (laughs) B-roll. Yes. Yes. 100%. And, And people like, if you feel like your office is not pretty or uh, amazing, or you don't have the camera, you don't have the lighting, that's even, that's even better. Like that should give you even more of a reason to post more about it um, and show like the raw, authentic behind the scenes content, the raw you, because again, well, I mean, even quality is dramatically changed from these platforms too, because it used to be Instagram, YouTube, and Mm. like, the perfect setup, the DSLR camera, the lighting, the audio, and now it's TikTok and really now YouTube shorts, Instagram reels, but it's, it's authentic. It's raw content because people it's a, it's more of a connection for people, right? They can't really relate to the person that is yeah, giving yeah. them advice that has this beautiful, you know, show podcast setup like Dave Ramsey. It's just like, yeah. it, it's not relatable versus the guy that's, you know, doing what they're doing struggling with what they're struggling with, given advice or just a valuable opinion. I think that's super important. So now let me ask you this. Do you think, I remember one of your uh, videos, you were going somewhere with your family and you showed you and your brother and your dad at the gym. And then you showed a quick little clip up here. I'm at my aunt's. We eat well, blah, blah, blah. And damn it all the hell here. I am watching a day in your life. (laughs) It's like, what am I doing? But here I was now. Do you think that's because you had already, so I, do you think it's because you've already established such an audience there that people are willing to watch it? Like, all right, we've fallen this far. Let's check out the day. Yeah. Because I think in my mind, oh, what do I need a day in life for? Who the hell cares at this point? I'm, I don't have the followers or the attention that you do. So am I overthinking that or like everything is just creating an intimacy and connection with these people? It's a great question. And I think, you know, um, I think that's why it's super important to niche down in the beginning and build your audience and your core audience there. And then like subconsciously that connection will just uh, continue with day in the life type of content or content, you know, morning routine type content. Right. And so, um, but if you come out and do day in the lives and morning routines, you might come off as one of those lifestyle creators, which might not be your main objective. So, um, I think it's really, yeah, I think it's really building that core audience and that, um, that really <clears throat> strong audience in the beginning that really knows, likes, and trusts you. That way they continue to support you and purchase whatever you provide, regardless of really what content you post later down the line. I mean, you look at Gary Vee is a great example. Gary Vee started out with wine and just hammered yeah. it for years. And then he brought, he, he brought it out over time. Started talking about college, trading cards, sneakers, you know, all these things, NFTs now and garage sales. So he's all over the place now, but he's built this huge core audience 
and he's just moved to one place at a time. He hasn't really just like brought out and let everything from cooking, finance, you know, yoga, whatever, like he didn't encompass all of these things at once. He just did one thing, hammered it, made a name for himself, and then just slowly continue to build. So I think that's the best strategy if you want to grow quickly and more optimally. I think too, another lesson that I got from TikTok, but especially you was the rawness of it. Like you said, it, it, we could get it in our head back from the Instagram days of, oh, well, I don't want to show my office because it's that, not that nice, or I'm going to paint that room, whatever, right? But <laughs> I had this internal dialogue before you hopped on the call because one of your videos was you woke up in the middle of the night, you couldn't sleep because you had something on your mind and you shot a video. And and then I realized I can say, oh my gosh, like, you know, I have been through so much with you. I was like, and I could hear my sentence in my head going, oh my God, I, like, I please, I don't even know how to say this sentence, but I was like, I, I almost said, yeah, I've even been in bed with you because what I'm thinking is like, <laughs> and I didn't, and I was like, oh, that's not going to sound right. Yeah, <laughs> but you, I get what you're saying. You, um, yeah, I get what you're you saying. The, yeah, but you brought the viewer in. So I think there is a certain following that you have a certain uh, flexibility that the rest of us don't have at this point. But I do think perhaps part of the lesson here is you have that flexibility because it is clear communicating. It is raw. It's not polished. It's not over rehearsed. So it comes off again, more sincere, more authentic. Yeah. Well, and I put in the work like, a lot. you yeah. know, like I, I posted three times a day for both accounts while I was in high school, while I was playing hockey, while I was trying to maintain a social life and while I was working a minimum wage job Monday through Friday after school. So, I mean, I was making um, Monday through Friday was completely full at school. Then my job right after that was completely full. Saturdays was hockey, work, meetings, any consulting calls that I could try to fit in. And then Sunday was my batch day. Sunday was my day to make 50, 60 videos every single week. So I could post, you know, three to four times a day for both my accounts. And I did that for a solid six, seven months. And, um, you know, until I started bringing on more clients and scaling my agency. So then I dialed it down. And so, and, and, and you, you make up a good point, especially now with all these, you know, big, you know, gurus like, you know, Gary Vee is a great example because he tells everyone, you know, four times a day, four times a day. And everyone's like freaking out saying like, there's no way here's here's how to do it. Number one, you could batch content like I did. Take one day yep. and yep. just hammer out as many content uh, videos as you possibly can. The well, other all thing about is, efficiency here for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Patchwork. yeah. The other thing is um, don't overthink it. Like you said, like I was literally no lights. It was just my computer light. It was at night. I didn't even have a shirt on, I don't think. And I just made a video of what I was thinking, um, yeah. how, you know, TikTok is a once in a lifetime opportunity, all this. And so it's it's not overthinking it. And then it's making it a number one priority, because if you don't make it a number one priority, there are millions of others that are. And I don't believe in I don't have time. I don't. And yeah. I, I believe in priorities. And so if yeah. you could take and these videos, again, don't overthink it. I mean, you could create a video in 10, 15 minutes. Look at my videos. They're not anything special. They're me holding my camera. I throw up a caption. I throw some songs on the background and boom, I call it a day. Now there's some strategy with that. And we might go into that a little bit later, but yeah, yeah. The strategy's there. So we're not minimizing that. What I'm saying is you're not getting seduced into all the pretty. And I also exactly. think too, let me just put this in here. I didn't bring it up at the top of the hour. Cause I think it is, I, what do you want to say? I, it, your strength is also your weakness. So I didn't even tap into the fact that your age 
Yes, people, he just graduated from <laughs> high school. And why I didn't is because I feel like, you know, uh, you, you have such a presence. I don't like I don't I think your age in one hand doesn't matter because you have earned it. You've got the authority. It's kind of like I grew up in martial arts. You've got a black belt and you're 12. Who cares? You're still a black belt. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, but on the other hand, it is it is part of the story that you were able to do this you know, in high school, arguing to parents, you didn't want to go to college. And now you've got this phenomenal, you know, thing on TikTok that, TikTok that we're lucky to have you on the show with. So let's lean into a little bit more. Two things I want to address. One really quickly is about not getting caught up in the banded numbers. And then something that I think you do spectacularly well, better than anybody out there, is optimizing with your stand store and everything you got set up. So mm -hmm. if we hop onto those two subjects, yeah, 100%. So we'll start off with vanity metrics. Um, the thing that a lot of people get caught up with is comparing themselves and really looking at these numbers every day, right? Oh, they're not doing well. Oh, they're plummeting. What's doing? What, what's wrong with my content? And the one thing that I really realized is that you can have the best content in the world. It might not just be getting shown to the right audience especially with TikTok, because TikTok is an interest-based platform, meaning it's going to read what content you're putting out and match it with people that have similar interests. I know that's mind-blowing. That's literally the power of TikTok and how all of these people are able to blow up so easily. Um, but the thing is, is that they're not always good about that, right? And mm -hmm. so what, and I, I know this because with my Coach Stone account, I posted 50, 60 videos and not one of them got over a thousand views. But then I posted one more after that and it got a million views, right? And here's the funny thing. I reposted some of those 50, 60 videos and then those went viral. So mm -hmm. it was good content. It just wasn't getting shown in front of the right audience, in which case I needed to be trying new things, trying okay. new styles, trying new structures and forms of content to see what clicks with that, with that audience. Because every single time you post a video, this is the algorithm. I'll explain the algorithm in 10 seconds. It's just a test, right? So when you post a video, your video is sent out to a small initial group of people. We don't know what that is because we didn't create the algorithm, but let's just say it's 100, right? So your video is sent out to this small initial group of 100 people, and it's a test. If it, if it succeeds, it goes out to 1,000 people. And if that succeeds, it goes out to 10,000 people. And if that succeeds, it goes out to 100,000, and so on and so forth. And that's the power of TikTok, too, because it, it's at scale, right? And it, it, if, it, if it does well and it keeps doing well and it keeps doing well, they're going to give it a bigger platform because right. TikTok, TikTok wants to help you, and they want you to help them. They want right. you to put out valuable content that's going to keep people on the platform. They want to match it with an audience it would do best with so to, to incentivize you to keep creating content because it's doing well, right? And you want yep. it to do well. So they know how you work. But oft oftentimes too, I believe sometimes they'll dim the, the metrics, not on purpose, but like it, it is given. I mean, I'll have a, a good, you know, solid, and the algorithm is constantly changing. That You can't help that. Yeah. There's no yeah. point in chasing the algorithm. But views will plummet. Views will come up and they will come down. Look at my content right now. I'm getting six, 7,000 views per video. That is not normal. I used to get 40, 30, you know, on okay. average. Okay. So it happens to everyone and you need to just stay patient. You need to stay consistent and you can't focus on those things because once you focus on those things, then people start to do things with that intention in mind. And that's when you lead to burnout. That's when you lead to creating content that you don't want to create. That's when you lead to being inauthentic. And that's when you lead to just a disaster. And that's what I've been through. I, in the beginning of my other account, I posted all these trends. I posted all these viral videos and I got all those vanity metrics, right? But then when I started creating content that I actually wanted to create, people didn't follow it. People didn't watch it. People didn't like it. 
And that hurt me. I, I got this false hope. I was like, what the heck? And so I went back to the trends and then I was like, I don't want to do this. And now I'm known as the trend guy and not actually for my opinion mm. or what I'm providing. Okay. Right. Okay. And so then it was harder to monetize. You want to go into okay. optimizing. People want to, you know, build up a stand store and all this, you know, fancy landing pages, but yet they don't have a strong audience that knows, likes, and trusts them and a strong audience full of you dance like a monkey just to dance exactly. like a monkey, right? To get okay, those so, views for your, yeah, for your own insecurity. So let me unpack this for a second. You brought up something really good. I saw on Alex Mozoza's uh, stumble on his last name, sorry, video. And he did a video on make the activity the goal, not the outcome, right? So then if you say, okay, I'm like you said, I'm going to shoot 50 videos every weekend. That's the goal. As long as I keep doing that, you know, don't be, oh, I'm going to get these rankings that I can't yeah. control. So make that the goal versus the outcome. So I thought that was very powerful. And I found for myself too, and it's a great reminder every once in a while, because, you know, you, you look at people like yourself that are doing so well, and then you think, oh, I missed the boat or I joined this platform too late, or I can't figure it out. My numbers are really low. And then I swear once a week, you come out with a different way to explain to us that like, look, it's not about the numbers. I'm like, all right, 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 right. I forgot I knew that. But if we forget that, what I have found, no matter what happens, if nobody watches my videos on any platform, I do think the exercise of me trying to figure out what to say, how to say it more effectively, more concisely or differently or to what audience, I think the messaging is a big reward for us as business owners, yes. as entrepreneurs, as content creators. And whether that content then translates to a blog or anywhere else, you're starting to realize, oh, okay. So I think it's improved my messaging. If nothing else comes out of it, I think that's still worth it. 100%. I mean, and you're developing so many skills. Yeah. You're getting better on camera, which, you know, can lead yeah. to things like, you know, a podcast. And uh, one thing that I've really realized is with certain points, like when, when we br bring up vanity metrics, when we bring up optimizing, when we bring up clarity or whatever it is. I have a good idea of what I'm about to say because I've said I've, I've said it a million mm. different ways a million times. So, yeah. you know, and and the good thing about that too is like you could clip that up. Like this podcast, yeah. I'm sure we're going to clip up, post it yeah. on all platforms, and that's another thing that people can do is, you know, just have this one long form content, split it up into 10 minute YouTube clips. Okay, there's three YouTube clips there for a week. You know, do do one podcast a week or whatever, and then you can split it up into three to five. TikTok videos or even seven TikTok videos and boom, there's one post a day. So, you know, there's so many different. Yeah, creative let ways. me jump yeah. in. I was horrified, <laughs> horrified at how many podcasts I'm on or speaking gigs that I did. And like, oh my gosh, because I was thinking they had to be all polished, but you see people like, you know, yourself just have a camera, a second camera, a second phone off camera. And it could be the side view of you talking to me. You don't even need me in it. If you're not so generous, who cares? Yeah. And that's 12 clips. And I was like, well, that is like, I don't thousands of hours of content that I had and didn't utilize. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah. Everything's content now. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I would say also if you're operating from home and you're doing calls online, you know, Q and a calls or whatever the case may yeah. be consulting calls, record those yeah. and just clip up you, you don't need to clip up your client and nor should you, but you yeah. clip up yourself providing that value. And that's what I, that's what I've been doing too. So that's another kind of 
cool little tip. Oh yeah. I mean so much. Okay. One of the things that I think you do especially well, it seems unbelievably well-developed and structured is your optimizing. And you did walk us through that once with the stand store. So why don't you walk us through what you, what you do best there and some of the mistakes you see as far as optimizing? Yeah. So um, the Stan store is actually very fascinating because if, if for those of you that are not familiar, Stan, S-T-A-N is really a um, it's like the Shopify version for creators. It is, it's it's like a link tree competitor, but it's way better because you can you know, provide practically any service, any digital product that you want, ebooks, templates, guides, free guides. You can collect emails and phone numbers. You can do one-on-one coaching. You can do personalized video responses, memberships. I mean, the list goes on. So, and you can do this all in one platform, courses, everything. So um, that's why I love the platform. And that's why like, this is one of the only brands, one of the only brands that I really work on, work with for a year now. I mean, it, it's been about a year and a half, a year and a half-ish. Um, and they've, I've worked with them before they really launched and they've helped me really monetize effectively. And uh, the, the good thing about that is, because it's very simple. The customer journey is very simple. And it's that way because the people on TikTok are very quick. They're very quick. Yeah. If they want something, they want it now and they want to get it now. If not, they're not getting it ever again. So the point of really stand and the kind of the, the, um, the goal there is to, when people click on the link, the link in bio to get them to purchase when, you know, as, as soon as possible, as quick as possible, as seamless as possible. And so when you click the link, depending on how you set it up, it could be the next button that they click is buy now, not a, you know, uh, a, a shipping address. And then, uh, another, you know, another check out process. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, all this. Yeah. It, you don't, you don't need any of it. So it's cutting out a lot of that fluff and really getting people to buy it by quickly. And that's why I love it. And especially with the link site too, you can do something called a call out and And I have all these videos. I have all these tutorials on my TikTok and the monetization tab, monetization playlist. So I run through all of this type of stuff, funnels and everything. Um, but you can do something called a call out, meaning making a, a certain link or a product bigger than the other ones to really show your audience what you want them to purchase mm, and check out. So okay. that's huge too, because a lot of link sites look the same and people get on the, the link site and they're like, what the heck, you know, I'm trying to look for something. I don't know what I'm trying to look for, but it's not here. But if you make yeah, a call so let, out- Hold on, let yeah, me yeah. unpack that just for a second. So what you do really well too, it's, it's the stand store. So what you're saying is a, a great integration and it serves well and you're in alignment with that and you support yeah. them. That's great. So it's a, it's a tool. But bigger than that tool is your evolution of, and I notice it like, here's your free opt-in, here's your free opt-in, here's your yeah. thing for whatever, 19 bucks, here's something for 29. And oh, if you'd like to work with me, not even here's, you must apply, right? There's power in that as well. So the layout of your value ladder has been extremely well thought out. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I think <clears throat> before you get into that though, it, it really starts with the content, obviously. Okay. I mean, people ask me all the time. They're like, how do you convert with your content? How do you sell? And I'm like, I don't, I literally don't. The content sells itself. I get, I literally get on people. I get on calls with people and I don't even sell. And they're like, I want to, I just want to work with you. How much is it? How much is this? How much is that? Okay. We'll go with the larger package. I'm like, I think you can go with the smaller, but no, let's go with the larger pack. And I'm like, okay. You know, so it's, it's, it sells itself. Um, and the reason why it sells itself is because of the way it's laid out. The first thing that you really need to do is gain clarity, gain clarity on what you want to be known for, what problems you want to solve, what, 
who you're speaking to and gaining them their perspective with every video then consistently doing that and really building that community. And once you start to build a community, then it's evaluating, number one, what your content solves, what problem your content solves, and what are your most common DMs and comments from your audience? And they'll tell you, they'll tell, like when I, before I monetized, every other comment was, I wanna meet with you, do you do consultations? Uh, can you review my account, da, 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 da. And so I just made a one-on-one store, one-on-one uh, uh, coaching in my store and then I slowly built out the back end of the funnel. Now, so the can funnel, let me jump in yeah. here. Can I jump in here for a sec? For those of us who are service-based business, so, and I know we overthink it, and then there's a thing before the thing before explaining the thing, right? So I'm getting so much better at that. But when I work with entrepreneurs and we get them like 25 hours back a week within the first month of working with us, it's kind of under three things. We, it, we definitely attack their 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 time, we help them build a team. And then what we call super toolkits, which are very different than boring policies and procedures that don't work and from the archaic co uh, corporate world. One of the things that I struggle with sometimes when I watch you do stuff, it's like, oh, you got a lot of amazing show and tells with TikTok. Here's how we're going to do this. Here's how we're going to, it's show and tell. But when you have something where it's a little bit more of a process, you know, then some of us get lost. And maybe again, you know, I just have to pick a lane and say, okay, maybe the top 10 questions are, hey, I didn't know I could afford to outsource, didn't know you didn't have to hire them full time, didn't know it was so affordable. Maybe I need to be answering those questions. But then systems and processes, I explain in order to scale your business, which is different than growing, you need systems and processes and you can shoot a loom video. It's very simple. It's not dry and boring. All this stuff, it will free you, not restrict you. But to me, there's those, those are two quick examples. It seems like a lot of white noise compared to someone like you. And I know we all do this in business. We say, oh yeah, yours is easier, right? Because here's my yeah. problem. Yep. But you with yours, you know, it's like, oh, show and tell, show and tell. So here's how you do it. Here's a quick, and then you get a high off it because he showed me how to do something really quick versus the stuff that I do tends to be more of an evolution and a process. So we struggle with that. Then we think, oh, this won't work for me. I think sense? it's just, yeah, 100%, but I think it's just structure, you know? Right. So okay. it's structuring your, 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 your videos a little bit differently and seeing what works. Okay. okay. So, okay. so with that, I, you gave me a lot of ideas. The first thing I would try is here's how I versus how to, so here's how, right. and this is what works really well for my other account, because again, I'm over there talking about financial literacy, cryptocurrencies, making money. No, one's really going to listen to a, at the time it was 17 year old, 18, 19 year old talk about it. So I would refer to me. Here's how I would start from rock bottom to get to six figures in less than six months. So if you want to hear this out, you should watch this video. The first thing I would do is read these three books and I would show the three books, rich dad, poor dad, how to win friends and influence people and think of go rich. The second thing I would do is create monetizable skills and maybe get a, a green mm -hmm. screen of me Googling skills that are in demand or problems that are in demand. What you could do is you could go to Google, type in things that are in demand and a list will come up. I'm going to choose one like content creation and social media. The next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go on Upwork and Fiverr and post my listings there oh. to get some cash flow coming in. The fourth thing yeah. I'm going to do is reach out to all of these other creators and influencers with this script, very short, very concise and not wasting their time, but telling them that I can provide them value for free for the first 90 days. Then once I do that, I'm going to gain that testimonial, go to the other people market myself on social media, gain new clients. And then I'm going to get 10 people paying me a thousand dollars a month. Boom. That's $10,000 a month. I'm making 120 grand a, a, a year. Boom. I've just been to school everybody. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but you, so I want to show, No, you're I, right. I, because I want to explain a couple things there. 
No, but so, the, the, yeah, hold on. You, you are right and you are smart. I feel like I'm friggin' interviewing Benjamin Button here. Um, <laughs> but, but it, you, know, you know, because you get the curse of knowledge. So as a marketer, the word is always you, 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 not I, right? But you are right. It's like, okay, this is how I would do it if I need to hire someone today based on the fact that I've done this all these years and I've done it for my clients. Yes. Let me tell you how I would do it. You're right. You're friggin' right. Friggin' right. Write that down, everybody. Okay, go on. <laughs> yeah, well, and and a couple things with that. Number one, I was showing. Number two, I had a strong engaging hook in the first one to three seconds. Here's how I would go from zero and rock bottom to six figures in less than six months, right? So with the hook, that's a, that's 98% of your video performance. You really need to pull people in and you need to pull them in emotionally. You need to pull. Right. Cause I could say, here's words. how I would go from working 16 hours a day down to six. Right. Instead of saying, this is what I did. And here's my friggin' business. Yeah. And I help others. No one, wow. no one cares about you. They just yeah, want, right. they just want value and dopamine yeah. for themselves. Okay. So if they can cut, if they, and if they want to tune in, they can tune in if they don't. So what, you know, you just keep creating and you creep, you, you keep optimizing. But also like maybe here's why I believe 99% of business owners will burn out and quit and, and uh -huh. quit their business. A couple things with that. Here's why I believe. Right. Instead of here's why I know, or here's right. why every business owner will da, 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 da. So that's another thing. Um, yeah. And, and so it's, it's just coming off less forcey, so to speak, you know, yeah. if you come out and say, you need to, you should da, 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 da. It, depending on your audience size, right. And your authority that can come off really as like this person has an ego and this person's really just telling me what to do. And I don't like being told what to do. I'm going to swipe and watch my sports highlight or the cooking video or whatever. Or so I, competing with all those videos too. Right. So, yeah. Let me add to that. I think also what it does is I certainly think, I think whatever that I wouldn't come off in that kind of uh, tone, but yeah. what I do is dilute the story because you're telling the story before the story. It's, and, and now I'm pushing the story over there. Like I've worked with clients doing this for 10 years or whatever, me, and now it's like, who cares about that? Like, it, it just it, it just adds too much fluff to the story instead of stripping it down to the bone of the meat. Like, here we go, let's get this going, right? So I think it's not even about arrogance. It's like your, your get to itness is is back to the clarity that you speak affectionately of. There we go, clarity, check. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, clarity is huge, clarity is huge. And it, it's like because a lot of people were like, oh, I don't, you know, yeah. I want to sell this course or I want to sell this. So it's like, don't even worry about that. Like, it, it, if you want to actually build a community, the only way to build a community is to provide as much free, valuable content as possible without any expectation of getting anything in return. That's it. Yeah. And people can really read that. The bullshit meter on TikTok is huge. I mean, right. people can really, really tell that if you're trying to get them to do something or if you're just giving something for them. Yeah. And, and, and be uh, transparent. Like if you're going to sell them something, sell them something. If you're going to just give them value, give them value, but like, let them know that like, this is just value. I uh, made a video, like a step-by-step -step video of, you know, how to start investing as a teenager and how I would start a brokerage account and all this. And when I picked the platform in the first, you know, 10 seconds, like, all right, we're going to download this platform. I specifically told them that this is not sponsored. I'm not getting paid to do this. This is just the easiest platform that has worked for me. That adds a level of uh, comf comfortability, you know, security. Okay, this is this is not, you know, a scheme or a scam. Yeah. Let me go with this for a little bit. And every single second, every single clip, 
needs to, you, you really need to make sure that you're not wasting anything. And what I recommend is every single time that you make a video, have a video objective, meaning what do I want my audience to take away from this video? After they watch this video, I want them to what? And so when you have that, then make sure everything you say, everything, every point, everything that you say contributes to that and is relevant to that. Okay. I always say like a lot of people were like, oh, stone, like I got to make these videos in 30 seconds, 15 seconds. No, 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 no. Do not put a video duration limit on your videos because mm -hmm. then you're limiting your ability to your, your creativity and your ability to convey that video objective in the best way possible. That video objective might take a minute, a minute and a half, three minutes. And that's fine. As long as you're not wasting a single second that could be replaced with new value. That's huge. New value. I uh, you know what? That's a really good point, too. And I think what happens is we look at someone like you or other people have had great success. So then we go, it's kind of like back in the day, you see a website, and you're like, oh, their website's blue yeah. and that company's really successful. So we should have a blue website. Right. And so we look at yours and go, well, Stone is doing a three minute video. So long form's fine. Well, and then mine didn't work. So, all right. So that didn't work. But they're not they're. they're they're borrowing the parameters, but not the structure, the strategy or the content. Exactly. So you're right. It's not about the length because somebody will sit through a really impressive three minute video. I have sat through many of yours <laughs> and then there's short ones as well. Right. Okay. Yeah. So again, it's about not about the numbers. It's about the clarity. Yeah. Um, well, and, and, and you brought up a good point a little earlier about the goals and I'll just kind of quickly frame those goals because it, it, it might be a really big, kind of eye opener for a lot of people here. And w the reason why I made these, this framework called staff S T A F F is because a lot of people get caught up in the numbers. And so staff stands for specific enough to understand and to accomplish T stands for trackable. A stands for attainable F stands for, for your audience. Does it benefit your audience? And the other F stands for fully in your control. So a, a goal here's, I'll give you a bad example and a good, a good example. Bad example would be to gain a million followers by the end of the year. It's, it's not really specific enough to accomplish and understand. Yeah. It's a million followers. Yes. It's trackable because it's a million followers. Is it attainable? Yeah. Yes. And no. If you've seen other people do it, depending on your follower count, yes and no. Is it for your audience? No, they gain no benefit from you getting uh, a million followers. Is it fully in your control? No, because the algorithm plays a huge factor into it. But here's a good goal. Posting three valuable videos that fall in line with my brand every single day for the next 90 days. Is it specific enough to understand and accomplish? Yes. Is it trackable? Yes. Posting videos. Is it attainable? Yes. It's fully in your control. Is it fully in your control? Yes. You can post videos. And then is it for your audience? Yes, because you're posting more content and they're and and they're gaining more from you and it's valuable and it falls in line with your your brand. And so just focus on that. Focus on that for 90 days. I did it for 6 months. I committed for 6 months. I told myself I'm not going to care about the numbers, how many followers, how many views I get, how many people embarrass me at school. I'm just going to give this out because this is the important thing. When I when I started I I I I got really obsessed with compound interest, financial literacy, crypto and all this and people ask me all the time, "How did you start in high school?" The most you know, popularity, attention-based environment. I go, because I knew the impact was more important than my insecurity. Hmm. The impact was more important than the insecurity. So I, I knew I needed to give the, the impact and, and inform teenagers of compound interest, all these other things, what I knew and what I was doing, rather than sitting there pounding and, and worrying about what Jimmy would say, or this girl would say, if I continue to do this, even though I was not going to, you know, see them in 
a year and a half. Well, that's a really good point. So yeah, because so many of us think you always look and go, oh, he he's in high school. He doesn't have the pressures I have in business. But let us all remember, high school is like Vietnam. It's not a friendly place. Right? No, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're they're not there to cheer you up and make you feel better. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. We could talk to you all. We this would need to be like a Netflix six part series. <laughs> we could talk to you all day, Stone. Okay, Stone. If they don't know by now, where could they find more of your brilliance? Yeah. So um, obviously on TikTok, Coach Stone is my TikTok kind of growing uh, growing on TikTok uh, account, and then I also have another account called Stone Fredrickson. If you want to check that out, but uh, you can find me on YouTube, Stone Fredrickson, Instagram, Stone Fredrickson. LinkedIn, Stone Fredrickson. And then I also have uh, a podcast, um, Sticks and Stones. You can listen to like on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and uh, on YouTube. So that's where you could find me if you want to work with me or if you want to find my resources or just get my free resources. You can just click the link in my bio on any one of those platforms. And uh, yeah. And he is worth the price of admission. Check him out. I guarantee you, you'll definitely learn something. It in in seconds so excellent everyone else we will see you in the next show thank you so much stone thank you hey guys don't miss out hop on over to free gift from chris.com that's free gift g-i-f-t from chris k-r-i-s dot com we are constantly putting goodies in there just for you guys so that you can have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it